Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Friendly reminder, you can visit our website, Forever 35 Podcast, for links to everything we mentioned here. We're on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. You can find the Forever 35 Facebook group on Facebook, where the password is serums. You can shop our favorite products at shopmy.us slash forever35. And you can sign up for the Forever 35 newsletter, which will be back in the new year at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Mm. And you can call or text us at 781-591-0390. And you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a quick bit of business. This is our last 
kind of a new recorded episode of the year. We're going to be running some reruns of some of our favorite episodes from Friday through the end of the year. And we will be back with another new episode on January 2nd. Cannot wait to see you all in 2023. What Mm. the heck? Can you believe we're in 2023? Almost? Honestly, no. I can't believe that the year 2000 was 23 years ago. Oh my goodness. When you put it that way, when you put it that way, I don't, I feel very uncomfortable. That makes me squirm. Well, I mean, it's been another year of doing this podcast. Making memories through the microphone. (laughs) How do you feel about this year, Kate, podcast wise? Wow, what a good question. You know, I f- I think I actually texted you recently and I said, "You know what? I'm really proud of the work we do." Like I I just had this moment. I think it was after we had email we after we had interviewed Paulina Portskova and she had she had been really kind after the interview and like ex- expressed gratitude for our questions and the conversation and I was like, "You know what? Like I'm really I am proud of this thing that we've made and the work that we do and the work we put into it and I felt really proud. You know, I think it's like anytime you do something for a long time, you can kind of start operating in a vacuum, which I think happens to all of us, right? Like you kind of just go through the motions. And so it's been nice at the end of this year to really kind of take a step back and reflect on the work that we we do together. Yeah. And yeah. And you know, yes, Kate? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say we're getting to the point in our... Uh, in our podcast where like whenever someone asks me about the show and they're like, oh, you've been doing it for five years. They're always like, like, I feel like they want to know if like you and I actually get along. Wait, did someone say this to you recently? I feel like that is like always sort of a question. Like, yeah, like, oh, you got, like you two are you're still friends. Like someone, <laughs> someone said this to me recently, which was like. People want to. People have asked me if if you two really like each other, and I was like, "What is it not obvious that we're really, wow. really close friends?" Wow. Well, I think because you know, a lot of times, like friendships that turn into some kind of business partnership do go south, or you know, people have to work on them, like you know the hosts of Call Your Girlfriend like very publicly went to therapy together, which I think also the hosts of My Favorite Murder did. Oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. (laughs) And there's... And, you know, I think there have been other... Like the Call Your Daddy hosts um, had a very public breakup. And I do think that there is like a precedent for these friendships to kind of splinter after you've been doing a podcast for a while which is sad you know and i also think people like want drama <laughs> i mean you at this you know? point you're like basically a, like a sister to me i feel like i could text yeah. you a picture of like my poops and be like look at this and you wouldn't be too upset i mean you would be horrified yeah. but in a loving way uh yeah i mean i i would i will say i would rather 
if I had to choose between the podcast and our friendship, I would choose our friendship. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like if the podcast was Mm -hmm. crumbling or if it was like, we can only save one in this imaginary dumpster fire, I would choose our friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, the podcast is fleeting. I mean, we love doing it. I didn't mean to go off on this tangent. Sorry, I'm now philosophical. But yeah, you and I are good friends, IRL and IR pod. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. This is what you what you hear here is similar to what you get in our DMs or our text messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. How have well, we made it I this far I just, though? I, I will say, like, we've made it five years. That's a long time. That is a long time. And like I feel like I've said this before, but I do I do partly credit it one to our age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we're a little older now and and I do think wiser. Yes. And we've both worked at places that were kind of toxic. And I think we're just like bringing a different energy to our partnership than a lot of the places where we've worked. And we know which battles to fight. Like with each other, I mean. And like and in that sense my threshold for that is like extremely high, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Not that we, and like, there aren't even that many instances where we even disagree, but it's like times when we do, I've really had to be like, do I actually care about this? Or like, is that a, Kate seems like she cares about this more than (laughs) I care about this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is that a practice that you've put into your own life? Like, do you feel like you notice that happening in other interactions with other people? That is a really good question. Having a healthy professional relationship just like makes so many things just so much better. Like think how much energy having a toxic workplace like takes up in your brain, you know? Oh, I've been in them and it's... uh... Yeah. We all have, and I'm really sure people just, listening are yeah, currently are there in now. Them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm so grateful that that we get to do this in a way that feels healthy and productive, you know, and still does yeah. after all this time. Because when we started this totally. podcast, we didn't we didn't have any expectations. Like it wasn't like we had a five year right. plan for this show. Yeah. It was really like, lol. Let's get together every week and talk about like how how we shower. Hmm. So yes. here we are. But you know, here we this are. year, it's interesting because as we go into 2023, we will have been doing this show uh, longer apart because of COVID than together in person, which is so mm-hmm. strange because when we, and I think we can talk more about this as we get into our five year and review episode or conversation that we're going to be having down the road. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's funny, like we, we used to see each other like two times a week minimum and record Mm -hmm. in person and Sammy would be there to record with us. And we have now have such a good system doing it separately. I mean, we're still on video chat right now, but it's just kind of fun. It's Mm -hmm. just different how COVID really has changed everything on like a cellular level straight into like Mm -hmm. how we make the show. Mm -hmm. But it also allows us opportunity to talk to more people around the world, which has been amazing. Totally. And I mean, like, we've talked to so many incredible guests this year. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the one thing about our show that always blows my mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel really lucky. So, you know, I think like we're, we're feeling, we're feeling good about what happened over the course of the year, but there have been a few, I would, I would say iconic pod moments. If I, if I may, you may say that you may. Okay. Thank you. Um, that, you know, we just wanted to kind of highlight, talk about. I'm sure some of you listening will recognize ones that we're going to play. Maybe you'll chuckle. <laughs> Maybe you'll chuckle. Maybe um, you'll be like, oh, this is... What's wrong with these two people? Maybe you'll say that. Maybe you'll. <laughs> maybe you missed these moments the first time around, and you're just coming to them for the first time. Yeah, but however you've gotten here, we're we're happy you're here. Yes, totally. And yeah, so we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna be talking about some of those moments. So we'll be right back. Let's reflect. Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more, like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
and they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Well, you know, when we decided to kind of reflect on some of our favorite moments from the pod in 2022, you listed, you came up with the first one. You came up, you one, one just popped right out. Okay. Of Kate. Your, yes. I, ju- I just want to preface this by saying mm-hmm. that this moment mm-hmm. is the moment that gets mentioned to me the most. Really? Yes. <laughs> I got so many <laughs> texts. Stop. Like, yes. <laughs> no, no one mentioned it to me. I guess that's why, because it's about me. <laughs> no it one has texted like- <laughs> me about this. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I, I didn't mean to like make you self-conscious. No, 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 no. You didn't, you didn't. But I'm like, I love that this has stood out for people because this is just my normal. Okay, so so what are what are people texting you, Dory? That's what's so beautiful. Well, Kate, if you recall, a few months ago, you got some news about your cholesterol. And this was it wasn't even a few months ago. This was almost this was at the beginning of 2022. Okay. So, I'm sorry, almost a year ago. No, you no, got it's some okay. it feels like You got some news about your cholesterol that it was it was high. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of discussing some of the beha- like the lifestyle modifications that you we're considering making to try to get your cholesterol down. That's right. Which led to this conversation. We're going to end with a question for me that I included because it really made me chuckle. Uh, Someone, this is in reference to my recent conversation we had where I was telling Dory that I have tested for high cholesterol. Uh, and this, and I just made a passing reference about how I snack on butter. And this is what the listener wrote. Kate, what is this madness about you snacking on butter? How did this even start? Is this a thing that anyone else does? I am horrified yet intrigued and need more information. You just mentioned that as if it was no big deal, but I have never heard of such dying over here. <laughs> so. I can only speak for myself, but I have snacked on butter my entire life. Like when I was a child, like a toddler, my parents had to hide the butter on a top shelf because I would just grab it and eat it. And I love butter. I love butter. So like what I'll do is I buy Kerrygold salted butter. I'll take bites out of the actual like giant block of butter or I'll like just keep cutting hunks of it off and eat it like nibble on it. <laughs> and I, oh, I reached God. out to my um, group of, you know, close friends from college today because I was like, let me just make sure that I've been doing this for a while. And I just wrote, <laughs> I wrote to them quick question for something. Do you all associate me with butter and eating butter? And they all wrote back, yes. I mean, one of my best friends wrote, um, 
uh, I bought you a tub of Amish butter at the Union Square Farmer's Market and you walked around eating it. So oh I... Oh my God, <laughs> Yeah, I love butter. That's why like, I think this thing with me and high cholesterol is like, it's not just that like, I'll put some butter on a baked potato. It's that I eat butter every day plain. I eat, I just eat butter. Like how, like, okay, say a regular stick of butter. How much of that will you eat in a day? And this is not, I'm not judging or shaming. No, no, I know. Well, the thing is that Kerrygold kind of comes in like a block that looks like a bar of soap. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So how much of a Kerrygold block will you eat in a day? I suspect like I'm eating two to three tablespoons just like nibbling. Not including like any cooking with butter or putting it on food. Okay. Yeah, like I I eat butter. Yeah, and I'll notice like I go through butter fast (laughs) and it's just me. Like at my family, nobody else in my family is like a butter fiend. So yeah, I do snack on butter. I love it. I love it more than anything. It's probably my favorite food. So I have to figure this one out. I haven't done it in a week because I, I, it did dawn on me like, oh, this is, you know, it's not that I need to restrict all butter, but I need to not probably just eat it as a snack. Okay. Now, am I you the know, only okay, person I, on the planet? I, I actually, I wonder. And oh no, look, I am not a doctor. Go on. But I have, I have a thought. Put on that doctor's cap, okay. and that stethoscope, and tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> Here is my thinking: What if for like three months you didn't change the rest of your diet? You just stopped eating butter, and then you retested your cholesterol. I mean, okay. Because I feel like you're trying to make these like huge, drastic changes and like eating vegan and making cashew cheese and like (laughs) all this stuff when like, I mean, the answer might be staring us right in the face. The fact that you eat three tablespoons of butter straight a day, (laughs) I think could really be contributing to this cholesterol problem. So what if you just... Yeah, yeah. Well, what if we eliminated that and then we get a baseline of where we're at without the butter? Wow. We were just having some um, good, quiet laughing as that was playing. Kate, how did that feel for you listening back? You know, I don't listen to the podcast. Like once it's in the world, I rarely go back and listen to it. Right. And it's humbling. It's humbling and slightly humiliating. I mean, I still love butter. I still... I haven't gotten my blood work done, so I'll be very curious to see if this has made an impact, but I do eat. I am eating less of it. Oh, wow. Okay. That, for whatever reason, I had to have that epiphany on this podcast, and I had to have you on the other end. And what's amazing is listening to you in real time really process what I'm saying in like a, in like a, and you're yes. doing it from such a practical space. Like you're not making me feel bad. You're not judgmental, but I can just see your brain working of just like, well, if you just didn't eat as much butter and then like, as you go on, you're like, oh, oh, you're just, you're just eating blocks of butter all day. Like I can just see it start to really come clear. Really sink in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was, I mean, there can be so much dissected in terms of the comfort that food provides, Mm. 
you know, like not even like fulfilling actual hunger, but the satiating feeling of like the creaminess and the saltiness and also just like, I mean, it, it, this can be dissected in over a hundred therapy sessions, why I eat butter. But look, it means that this year, many people have sent me some sort of butter or picture of a butter ornament that I guess is going around the internet. Oh yeah. A couple of people actually sent that to me and were like, get this for Kate. <laughs> the Spoiler, same people who texted you about this butter? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, well, Kate, we we wanted to talk about another another moment on the pod that was um, courtesy of our erstwhile producer, Sam Junio. Yeah, Sam. Sam is, is always takes one for the team and comes on the pod a lot as a guest. And I will say the great thing about about it is that every time they do, we learn something new. Yes, like shockingly I mean, new. The f- the phrase "they contain multitudes" truly applies to Sam Junio. Yes, just yes, when you does. think you've gotten to know them, they throw you another curveball. Truly, I, I, I just I'm so <laughs> g- grateful for the day that Sammy walked into our lives with a Vespa helmet under their arm. I was going to say mean, I can more like like, like scooter into it in. I know. Yeah. And everybody who's imagining how cool <gasps> Sam looked on a on a Vespa like yes, that's right. They were also in like I swear a, like a black tee and a leather jacket. Yeah. They were the very epitome cool. of cool but with so many multitudes. So here's here's so many. our latest our just newest discovery this year. I've started to do lock picking stuff. So I'll just sit on my couch, Ooh. like oh picking uh, locks that I bought. Yeah. How did you get into lock picking? Um, so lock picking came about when we were in literal lockdown. Um, uh-huh. Apropos. <laughs> and um, I don't remember if it was something specific that was just like, "Hey, this is something that you should do," or if it was like me remembering that I wanted to do it or learn how to do it. Um, it was probably, it was probably an Instagram reel. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so wait, you buy, like, do you go to the hardware store and buy door locks? Yeah. So I got the initial kit that I have came with two practice locks and like a lock picking like set. And then I went out and bought a package of master lock deadbolts and then two like doorknobs, locking doorknobs. So what what I'm hearing is that (laughs) when I lock myself out, I can call you. You can call me. It's uh, it'll probably take me a lot longer than a locksmith, (laughs) but I can do it. That's okay. I'll pay you. I mean, I'm not asking for your free labor. I'm just saying, like, I would rather give you my business (laughs) than a shady locksmith. Sure, yeah, 100%. I can I can do that. Well, just add locksmith to the list of Sam Junio's skills. What can't they do? What can't they do? I mean, truly the thing I think that Sam does that is the most extraordinary is that in the month of December, they watch the same holiday movie every day for an entire month 
It's like yes. some sort of what are they watching this year? It's a Melissa Joan Hart movie. I think it's from like 2007. It's Holiday in Holiday Handcuffs. Holiday in what, Handcuffs. Yeah. Every day. Every day. I mean, that is that is dedication, truly. I think, look, it goes without saying that Forever 35 would not be what it is without the influence of Sam Junio. They make this podcast a better place. Oh, don't I know it. Um, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will have a couple more fave moments from the past year. So we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, we're back. And this was one of those things that led to a lot of impassioned debate on both sides. 
Hey, do you want to read this uh, next time? I would love I'm to, obsessed yes. with this question. <laughs> Hello, friends. This isn't the first time I've emailed. There's a fascinating read on perioral dermatitis buried deep in your inbox, but I had to write in again with a pressing question. What is normal glass and dishwasher etiquette when at someone's home? I'm constantly flabbergasted by the number of guests who leave the dishes on the sink or counter. After yet another guest left a glass on the counter this afternoon, I started wondering if I'm the maniac who puts unwanted dishes in the washer when I should be leaving them out. Okay. Where do we stand on this? This is fascinating to me. I would never presume to load someone else's dishwasher. So I try to do it if I'm a guest at someone's house. I always try to do it. And I, then I, yes, I realize like mid-attempt that I'm like, oh, I'm, I might be doing this in a way that you right. don't like because some people exactly. are very particular about how yes. their dishes are loaded. Yes, exactly. And I would say 10 times out of 10, you know, if I say like, what should I do with the dishes? They will say, oh, just leave them in the sink. Mm-hmm. I have literally no one has ever said to me, put them in the dishwasher. This is this is wild to me that this person expects her guests to load the dishwasher. I like I, I don't know. I'm I'm flabbergasted by this. See, I I love like I I can see what this person is experiencing. Because if someone like if I hosted dinner at my house and you grab some plates and put them in the dishwasher, I would be like, cool, thanks. I am not precious about how dishes are loaded in my dishwasher. I'm married to someone who is. He really hates how I load the bowls. Um, right. But I would just appreciate it. And But also you and I are close enough. Like I feel like I've said to you, should I just throw these in the dishwasher? And you and you've been like, yes, please. Or right. you've been like, just leave them in the sink. Like the dishes are clean. Like I feel like we've had we've had both of those exact exchanges. Sure. But you are someone I feel very close and comfortable with. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I guess I would ask. It would not be my first instinct. You know what I mean? Like I would not. Yes. I would not, without asking, open someone's dishwasher and put dishes in it. I would never do that. I, I'm never, with you. Ever. Like this listener says, and, and yet another guest left a glass on the counter this afternoon. That's what I would do. Like if I was having a glass of water at your house story, I would leave it on the counter. Yes. And I and would I, expect you to. That would be my gesture of like, hey, I'm bringing this to the washing yes. station. Right. You're not leaving it on the coffee table. No. Now I will say, if you don't have a dishwasher and I'm at your house, I will get in there and wash those dishes. I feel like a lot of people... Like I, I feel like oftentimes when that is offered, I think sometimes the host just wants her guests wants their guests to like leave, like they're done. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like having someone stick around to wash dishes, they're sort and of I'm like, like mm-hmm. how long can I stay here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then sometimes I think they will, and it's always nice to offer. But I, I think this assumption that guests should load your dishwasher, I, I personally think that that is um unrealistic. I also find it interesting that you have never verbalized this listener. Like it sounds like you have guests over quite often and they continue to annoy you that they're not putting the dishes in the dishwasher. So why don't you just say to them, Hey, could you just throw those in the dishwasher? Yeah. I think you could just ask. Yeah. Like why assume that they are mind readers? I don't know. (laughs) But I also do think this is a good point because they ask like, am I the quote maniac who puts unwanted dishes in the washer when I should be leaving them out? I do think it's always good to ask when you're at someone's house. Yes. So I I would just make it a habit of 
telling and make it a habit of asking. And I think you're yes. a-okay. You've got I this. I think that's great. Yeah. Wow, what a hot topic. Wow, I know. Who knew that I would get so passionate about that? I mean, duh. All right. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like right up your alley. So up my alley. You know me so well. Wow. Listen, I stand by what I said. This, this, we received so much feedback on this. So much feedback. People have very strong opinions about this, which I understand. It's, it's like such an intimate space, the dishwasher, if you have one or the sink even, right? Like all of that area is just there's something personal about it. I do think it is polite to ask. Totally. Um, but where I was confused by the original listener is that she she seemed to be making assumptions about what guests should do in her home, you know? I hear you. Now, that being said, sometimes when I'm at somebody's house and I know them, I still go right to the dishwasher and try to load things in. So, wow. Okay. I know. I don't know if it's changed me. You know, I don't know if this has rocked me in a way that I've changed who I am, (laughs) which is fine. Which is fine. That would be an interesting exercise to think about something that came up on the pod where we totally changed our opinion. I feel like there have been some things like that where like... I've definitely thought about something one way and then either like you convince me to look at it another way or like listeners write in and they're like, actually, um, but yeah, you know, it was an interesting one that we're actually not going to talk about today, but was an interesting like pod moment was um, when the listener wrote in about dating a guy who was in financial trouble. Yes, I do recall that. Yeah. There were well, there know, were like a lot of conversations. Like we we got a lot of feedback on that one. Yes, and and same actually another one dating the person with really bad breath. Yes, and yes. you know interesting. I mean, and and I I really appreciated both those conversations because listeners really offered perspectives that I hadn't truly considered and ter- like that that really added to the conversation and the perspective and the empathy and understanding with which I feel like I was able to approach these conversations. So again, it it never ceases to amaze me what we talk about here. I know. I know. Well, in that vein, let's talk about one final moment that we, we we really are still reflecting on, which was the discussion. The discussion and discovery of people's high school superlatives and the ways in which they have left lingering and often negative feelings toward ourselves, uh, even as we approach and thrive in middle age. All right, here we go. All right. Well, we have one final text message to share. And this person wrote, thank you so much for talking about how we are conditioned not to complain. I was voted constant complainer in my high school superlatives. Yes, you read that correctly. Why is that even a category? But what was I going to do? Complain about it? (laughs) Oh my God. 
<laughs> Up until that point, I had viewed most of my quote complaining as just discussing and trying to solve things. But for the past 20 plus years, that has really stuck with me and not in a good way. It's really terrible to give a 17 year old girl one more reason that she should shut her mouth and just do what she's told. This seems like a good time and place to say, fuck the patriarchy. Oh my gosh, there's wow. so much to unpack here. So Listener, much. what a cruel, awful superlative. That's so awful. Yeah. I mean, superlatives, period, are just awful. I hate them. But yeah, they oh, didn't do them at my high school. I don't think we had them at mine either, but they would for it would for sure give me a complex if I got one or if I didn't get one, you know? Like either way. Like, why didn't I get funniest? That would be mm-hmm. me. I'd want, I would demand funniest. <laughs> but uh, God, what an awful fucking superlative. That would, that would haunt me for my whole life. Totally. I, I can totally see how this has been in the back of your head making you question yourself. And I'm really sorry that that yes. happened to you. That's really, really toxic and shitty. Yep. Yep. Then we heard from so many people about their high school superlatives, past, and then also people with teens who were dealing with their children's wild high school superlatives. Yes. (sighs) Yes. God. And I don't know about you, Dory, but this really made me reflect on the things, these moments in life, these kind of formative moments or experiences that for others – they're like throwaway moments, but mm. for us, they impact how we exist in the world for the rest of our lives mm. and influence how we think about ourselves. I, and I know, I, I imagine everybody has those. I mean, I know, I know I have those, you know, comments that teachers have made or partners or yeah, friends, I, just these moments where they're throwaway, quote unquote, throwaway comments, but they stay with you forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like this high school superlative thing is is one of them, right? Like this, this. Well, and the thing with high school superlatives is like they're often like in a yearbook or somewhere. Like they're not mm. just like throwaway comments; they are right. preserved for posterity. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, my dad Which has my grandmother's it... high school yearbook. Like I go can go and look at her yeah. superlative from a hundred years ago. Right. So like that's even more of like a gut punch. It's also it's just such a shitty time to try to label someone when they are Mm -hmm. so deep in developing and forming and learning about who they are, you know, totally to just, and also to vote like the voting. Oh, I think there needs to be like a real rehash on how high school yearbooks are done. I would love to know if like there's, They've improved. I gotta get my hands on I the will, local high school yearbook. You know, I will say, like, I was I was just sort of like a misanthrope in high school, and I think I would have been a misanthrope probably anywhere. Mm. But in retrospect, like, my high school was pretty good about that stuff. Like, we didn't do, we didn't have, like, homecoming king and queen. Mm, we didn't do superlatives. We didn't, like, we didn't do any of that shit. And... I am grateful for that, you know? Like, I still well, felt like shit, but I probably would have felt even <laughs> shittier. <laughs> Dory. 
I also wonder if other people have had the opposite experience. Like maybe you have had the experience where you received a superlative and it changed how you think about yourself for the better. You know, like maybe I I don't want to just make the assumption that all these high school things are negative. It's possible. No, that's a good point. Great. I could, you know, I could also see it like, (laughs) I could also see it being like kind of depressing if someone was like, if you're named like most likely to succeed and then you feel like you haven't succeeded, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of pressure to feel like you have to yeah. live up to this expectation that someone put on you when you were 18. Totally. Yikes. Yeah. And that feeling of like, oh, I can't go back or I can't show my face because I was dot, dot, dot. And now I'm this, mm-hmm. you know, not, it doesn't give us the chance to evolve. It's such a fascinating, fascinating thing. I'm yeah. intrigued. <sighs> well, what a year. I mean, who knows what this next year holds in store for us? Truly. I mean, I I look forward to whatever the universe is bringing us. Well, on that note, Dory, should we bid farewell to 2022? Let's do that. Everybody, thank you again for joining us for another year of this podcast. We're so grateful to have you on board. We can't wait to hear what you want to talk about in the next year. And we hope you all have a lovely new year. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer. And it's produced and edited by the lockpicking Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager and our network partner is Acast. Bye, everyone. Bye.